Hey everyone, welcome to the Enlighten Me podcast. I'm your host Mackenzie and you are listening to an Enlighten Me mini episode and today we're talking all about mask hygiene. So I know masks for some reason can be a little controversial, but no matter how you feel about wearing a mask, the fact is they're clearly here to stay, at least for the time being. And especially with going back to school and back to work, people are having to wear masks all day long. And since they're going to be required for the foreseeable future, I wanted to talk about proper hygiene with them. This is something that a friend of mine who works in the healthcare field had brought up to me about how she sees so many people using masks incorrectly and just placing them on their kitchen table when they're done with them and just using them in ways that really are not clean. To be totally honest, I didn't know about this until she brought it up, so I was glad that she did. So I've done a lot of research and tried to figure out the best proper hygiene for those reusable masks. According to an article published by LLU Health in June, they said that cloth masks can be carriers of bacteria and viruses when not properly cleaned. So that means if you're not taking good care of your mask, it can actually carry the coronavirus with it. So let's make sure that these masks are actually doing their job and keeping us safe. And I want to point out that I'm referring specifically to the reusable cloth masks in this episode. From what I've read, it's pretty important that you do have a reusable cloth mask to use, and actually multiples, which I'll get to in a minute, because the hospital-grade masks are critical supplies right now. So I'm just talking about the reusable masks today and how to take care of those. Like I said, I've done a lot of research. I used the CDC for some of my research, but I know that a lot of people are not very trusting of the government right now, which I totally understand. So I used other sources too. I used the Mayo Clinic, Johns Hopkins, and even some news sources like USA Today that you'll hear me reference. So, from what I have read, I can tell you that masks should fit snugly and cover your nose and your mouth. We all know that. Most of us know how to wear them. But something else that a lot of people don't realize is that multiple layers of fabric are better. So, I know some people get really excited about thin masks because they feel like they're so much more breathable, which I totally get. But when you have a thin mask with less fabric, that just means that there's more of a chance of droplets getting through. According to USA Today, you want your mask to be made of a tightly woven fabric. So, one way to test this is to hold it up to the light and see how much light gets through it. If it's not a lot, that's a good sign. The reason for this is that because a lot of fabrics when woven together leave small gaps that are really hard to see to the naked eye, but they're about anywhere from 80 to 500 micrometers wide. However, the coronavirus is about 0.12 micrometers wide. So that means it can still get through a lot of small spaces and a lot of fabrics. So when you have multiple layers of fabric, that gives you greater chances of that particle not getting through. One of the researchers that was cited in that article said you obviously don't want it to be difficult to breathe with your mask on, but you should notice some resistance to your breathing, okay? It shouldn't be a super thin mask to the point where you don't even feel like you're wearing one, essentially. When you are putting your mask on, you should be washing your hands before and after you get it on. And if you touch it while you're wearing it, you want to make sure you wash your hands or sanitize again. The reason for this is masks are PPE, right? They're protective wear. They're meant to protect us from the virus, which means they themselves could be contaminated. That same USA Today article said, treat your mask like a biohazard and isolate it from your family. You don't want it laying around in common areas where people can touch it because it itself is possibly contaminated. So I've gone out to dinner with people who've left it on the table or seen people who keep it hanging with their coats or just laying around in their cars but you wanna make sure you're storing it in a much safer and sanitary way than that, which I'll talk about in just a minute. 
When you do remove your mask, you want to make sure you use the ear loops to remove it. Don't just grab the mask, but grab the ear loops instead because you want to avoid as much contact with the outside of your mask as possible. And then you fold it from the inside out to keep the contaminated side away from you. After you've removed it, you can keep it in a paper bag or a plastic sack that you can carry around with you in your bag or your purse. You could use a disposable bag if you need to, but I have reusable bags that I like to use and then I can just throw those in the wash too. That way your mask isn't just sitting around where someone might touch it. As far as actually cleaning your mask, if your mask has a filter in it, you want to make sure you dispose of that at the end of the day each day and replace it with a new one. That was something that was stated by Hopkins Medicine. And then you can wash the whole thing. So most of these masks should be able to be put in the washing machine. Washing on warm or hot water might be better because it can kill more of the germs. And if your washing machine has a sanitizing cycle, you could use that. But really, using cold water as long as you're using laundry soap is totally fine. The key here is how often you're washing your mask. So your masks should be getting washed at the end of the day each day after use, okay? So after you've worn your mask for the day, you want to take it off just like how I told you in the safest way possible, put it in a bag until you get home, and then throw it straight in the wash. It might be a good idea to use a laundry bag so you don't lose them when they're in the washing machine, but there are also some options if you don't have access to a washing machine, okay? I know we used to live in apartments where it was community washing machines, and so it wasn't feasible for me to have access to it every night. So if you don't have access to a washing machine, there are a few other options like washing by hand. So if you can soak your mask in some soapy water for about five minutes, scrub it for about 20 seconds, that should do the same trick as throwing it in the washer can. Something else I read was that if you have a pressure cooker, you can actually sanitize your mask using that. Okay, I don't have a pressure cooker, but if you do, maybe that would work for you. You'll have to look up that one to see how exactly it works, but some medical professionals have said that it is effective. Another method is to place your mask in a brown paper sack and leave it in a warm spot that gets sunlight, so like a windowsill or something like that, for two days. After that, the virus will become inactive. That obviously takes a little more time than just hand washing it or putting it in the washing machine, so that wouldn't be my first go-to method, but if you want to save a little water, there you go. As far as drying your mask after it has been washed, hanging it in direct sunlight is actually the best way to dry it. You can put it in the dryer, but hanging it in direct sunlight has a lot of benefits. That LLU Health article that I referenced earlier said this, Ultraviolet light from the sun can kill up to 99.99% of pathogens on the sun-facing surface of a mask if it is left in the bright sun during the middle of a day for at least one hour. It is best to allow masks to be exposed to the sun and heat for an entire day, flipping it over midday. Hang the dry masks or construct a dedicated portable box or surface for solar disinfection. The sun is so amazing, isn't it? It can disinfect our stuff. I love air drying things out in the sun, like my linens or my son's cloth diapers that he uses, and you can even do it with your mask. So how awesome is that? Save some energy that way, right? Now, if you are feeling overwhelmed with the fact that you have to actually start washing your mask every day, that is okay. One strategy that you might want to invest in is to have multiple masks on hand so you can rotate them in and out and you don't have to worry about washing them each night, okay? Maybe you want to get five masks for each day of the working week and then that way on the weekend you can wash your masks and you're ready to go again for the next week to come. I think having at least a few masks on hand is great because most likely not all of us will have time to do laundry each night. Now, like I said, if you don't have a full load of laundry to do, hand washing is probably a better and more eco-friendly alternative, but nonetheless, that still takes a little bit of time, so having multiple masks is probably pretty helpful. 
But I want to point out with this that you still want to make sure you are buying your masks ethically. As you know, if you've listened to the show before, you know I'm really passionate about not contributing to fast fashion. And masks are a way that people are contributing to the problem without even realizing it. You may have seen me post about this on Instagram on Monday, but if not, I'll share briefly with you what that post was about. So a lot of fast fashion brands are now selling masks, but when we look into their practices, it's been found that they're not even providing PPE for their own factory workers. So while they're jumping on the bandwagon of selling masks and trying to keep the public safe, they're really not doing that behind closed doors. You may have seen me pose the question before, who made my clothes? And this is a question we always have to ask so we remember to look at the labor behind the label. But we also need to start asking who made my mask. I want you to keep this in mind when you're buying masks and make sure you're buying from people that you trust. If you're like me, you probably have friends and family members who are making masks and that's great. Etsy is another great place to support small businesses and buy handmade goods too. But I will also include the links to some brands that have been verified of ethically making masks. So you can view the links to those as well as the links to all the other articles that I referenced today in the show notes. And I just want to give you a big thank you for listening. I really hope this helps you as we learn to adapt to the new way of normal, even though I know all of us wish that things could just go back to the real normal, how they used to be. But in the meantime, hopefully this helps you to stay safe and stay healthy while we are trying to still go about our lives. I want to also remind you to leave a review. Don't forget that I am still donating money for reviews that I receive. So if you would take a few minutes just to leave me a review, it makes a huge difference for me. It makes a difference in the lives of others too. So I really appreciate you taking just a couple minutes to do that over on the Apple Podcast app. And that's all I have for you today. So thank you again for listening. Remember to wear your mask and wash your mask every day. Leave a review, subscribe to the show so you know when a new one is available, and keep seeking to get in mind. Peace out.